What's going on guys? Welcome back to the channel. My name's Zach and this is 4.0 Solutions where we help you with all things digital transformation, IIoT, and Industry 4.0. We just opened our mentorship program. The Industry 4.0 Mentorship Program is now open for registration. There's a link below if you wanna join. This video is all about the last week's uh, mentorship mastermind call. We combined all the mentees and the people in our mastermind group together in one call. We had a three hour session. Part of that discussion, we actually introduced about a dozen or so of the new mentees. We've actually had 47 new people join the program in the last 11 days. And so really excited. I wanted to share this video with you guys. I did get permission from the mentees that they said it was okay to share. So uh, welcome, meet the new mentees and enjoy the video. Go ahead, Zach. Yeah, before you, um, before you get into the presentation, um, I would like to take a chance to thank all of the, and welcome all of the new mentees into the program that signed up since the last uh, launch period. Uh, it's great to have you guys here. If you guys are new to the program, if you just joined in the last week, would you use the Zoom feature to raise your hand? We'd like you to introduce yourself to the group, to the rest of the team, to the, men the other mentees, the other mastermind members. So that way we get an idea of who, who is it that's joining? You know, what's your name? Where, where are you from? What do you do? Keep it, you know, 30 seconds. So we have a chance to get to everyone. I know Walker still got a presentation to get to. So um, and don't be shy. Uh, thank you so much. Start and, with Lee. Uh, start with Lee. Hi, yeah, Lee Taylor from the UK. Um, been in automation most of my life, 30 years, started in the water industry. Yeah, um, I'm here because I've realized we can do this better. And I found you guys online and it's transformed my life. Left my full-time job. Um, and it's been brilliant ever since, really, to be honest. Um, Are you consulting, Lee? So I'm consulting into another water company in the UK, uh, doing solutions architect role, OT side, not full stack. So we've got two solutions architect back to back. I've got a, an IT equivalent. But yeah, um, absolutely brilliant. Thank you. Welcome. Richard, good to see you again. So you, you moved up into Mastermind? Yep. <clears throat> it was awesome. yesterday. Awesome. All right. So I, I know several of you from the Discord, but uh, Richard Shaw worked for uh, Smith and Nephew, been there nearly 20 years. And I kind of feel like everything I've done has kind of led me to this. So I've got a ton of manufacturing experience, uh, CNC, Swiss turns, three, four, five axis milling, cold heading, thread milling, thread work, you know, all of that stuff, injection molding, casting um, over the years. Um, strong on the Design side, I was a gauge designer for two and a half years, so strong on GDNT too. But then um, this is when I found this, uh, the whole 4.0 system, that's when everything kind of converged between what I'd done for work and what I do at home. <clears throat> so some of you may know I'm a Fedora package maintainer for the last 10 years. I use Linux as my daily driver at home and um, big into the IoT stuff now. And it's just kind of, everything just kind of clicked when I found this place. Awesome. David Rodriguez. Oh, hi. Uh, I'm David. I work for the pharma industry in the Netherlands. I'm a junior engineer about one year now in the position. And I joined the program because um, in the company, along with another colleague, we are responsible to building the automation department. Um, the managers come to us and ask us, okay, we want to digi digitally transform, but how do we start? What is the starting point? 
and this resonated a lot. So here awesome. I am. Marco, good to see you again, buddy. Hello, good to see you guys. Uh, yes, my name is Marco. Um, I'm operations director at uh, Port Warner Seneca plant. Yeah, and I joined the, the program uh, to support our digital transformation journey. And that's what we, we are looking for, uh, to look for help uh, during the, that process and support and develop also our teams. So hello, everyone. Thank you for that. Phil Nwam. Or Wham. Yeah. yeah um, good morning, everyone. Um, my name is Philip. It's Phil Wamina, but then Wam, Wamina will be kind of a mouthful for people to pronounce. So it's just Wam. Um, um, I started my career five years ago with um, a company that is building the single largest train refinery in the world in Africa. So when I started, before then, I knew about digitalization, digital transformation, and all of that. And immediately I keyed into it. I really like it. Uh, it became very worrisome for me because of we are more of the end user. So I went down to Shinaida in India. I saw what they're doing. I saw what the engineers are doing. I really keyed into it. I really appreciated it. So I told myself that I would prefer being part of engineers doing things than just being in the end user and just consuming all of those things those guys are doing. So we went there, we were following what they're doing and showing it meet up with the system requirement and all of that. So the basic design engineering package from um, our licensor that is UOP in, in, in um, the US. So we went through all the packages, all of the designs, we understood it and we saw people implementing it. So I told myself that I would also want to translate this design into actualization, into implementation, like what these engineers are doing. So I was looking for an avenue that would teach me not just to understand the engineering aspect, the design aspect, but also how to implement it. So one day I just went to LinkedIn and I saw um, a post there from um, Intalic that says, oh, digitalization and all of that. So I watched the video, it was very interesting. I said, okay, fine, I have to key in. So I keep in back then I was in Nigeria. Then after that, I had an opportunity of coming down to the US for my master's in computer science. Seriously, I was totally happy because I know too well I'll be able to continue with this program. And um, I came in, I came in August this year. And after then I spoke with Zach and he told me to wait till December, which I've so done. So Phil, and... are, you, are you in the States now? Yes, I am. Awesome. Where, where are you located in the States? Yeah, I'm in Macomb, Illinois. Got it. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the community. Thank you oh, for thank you. thank you for contributing. Uh, yeah. Man Man Beer is it Man Beer? Uh, yeah, Man with the Beer is my uh, right name. Uh, I work in a consulting world for almost a decade. Uh, big consulting companies uh, uh, working on a digital transformation projects, mainly on moving the data from traditional data systems to uh, you know Hadoop Data Lake or SAP Data Warehouse. Uh, the challenges, you know, as I watch your videos, I resonate more because we build this high scale uh, project of moving the data and the security team comes in and tells us, oh, by the way, you can unmove the financial data and you can use a spreadsheet to upload it manually, which loses the whole purpose of a million dollar project. Right. But again, uh, we were part of consulting, so we've just followed along. Uh, I do have MBA. I'm sorry. It was paid by the employer. <laughs> so I took a perk. Uh, but in my earlier career days, uh, when I was in school, by the way, I'm from Detroit, so I uh, worked in assembly lines myself, 
for the tier one automotive supplier. And even I have some of the connections over there and I still see they are very, very manual today. They are trying to go, but they don't have uh, the path or the vision. And as I tried to learn more, I came across Ford Auto Solutions and that's where it clicked that how your program is uh, covering all the aspects from you know, each of the stack that you have to connect the data right from the plant floor to the cloud and how, how to unlock the potential. And that's, that's where I'm here and trying to update my technical skills and learn more about it. Let me, let me ask you, your undergraduate work, so you have an MBA, undergrad is in a technical field, are you an engineer? It's still in BBA with the supply chain major. Got and that, the reason I picked supply chain was because I was working in the tier one automotive supplier doing uh, production planning and materials management. Here, here is the most valuable combination, in my opinion, mm-hmm. degree-wise. Um, mm-hmm. So double E or manufacturing engineering or mechanical engineering with MBA. I think those are the most valuable combinations. Um, here, interesting fact, and one of the things I'm going to talk about today when, I, when we do the supply chain piece and I use this example the customer that we're working with right now is in the, um, they're in the chemical industry. Mm-hmm. And one of the advantages that the chemical industry has is that they are only run by engineers. Everybody who's in the leadership of the organization has a degree in chemical engineering, like mm-hmm. across the board. And they have a distinct advantage over the rest of industry, especially if they want to branch out into different verticals where they already have technologists running their companies. And one of the things that you guys will notice, it was a video we did in September, which is you know, the, what, you know, uh, the future of industry, right? And there's a second video that's coming for that. And I do apologize for the delay. I'm gonna explain everything, why everything's been delayed. Um, one of the things we talked about is manufacturers need to change who's running the organizations, right? They gotta move away from HR and accountants, away from HR and, and MBAs, okay? And they need to move toward technologists running the organizations. If you look at Tesla and Amazon or whatever, they are, they're run by technologists. So Manbir, I, well, actually real quick, if you, if, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you can share, you're willing to share, when you say that you work for big consulting firms, are you talking like Capgemini, Wipro, like those type yeah. of- I okay. currently work for uh, Kindrel. Uh, it's a okay. IBM split off. So yeah. IBM split off the company in November, uh, make two, another- uh, the, the technology services, they separate it out. And yep. Kindrel is itself is a now a publicly traded company as of November 4th. But so yeah, one of the, with, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, sorry. Uh, and uh, previously was Deloitte and uh, there was a startup called Infotrellis that was acquired by Informatica. So, yep. uh, but work for the end clients for like a Ford motor company, Cisco, uh, UPS, uh, uh, farmer's insurance. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Welcome. Oh, sweet. I would, um, the, the water guys, I would, I would reach out to Dan Riken. Dan's been, or have Dan reach out to you guys either way. He, and I, I'm speaking for Dan here. I'm sorry, I apologize, brother, but um, <laughs> I'm just volunteering Dan's services people. Um, so the, so Dan, Dan's got extensive, extensive background in water and has been a, a big community, been big member of the community for the last year. And if there, and, and he's also in California, which is, it doesn't get any more bureaucratic than where he, where he, he works. So um, if there's, if there's somebody you need to, that you wanted to bounce ideas off of or get seek encouragement from um, 
Dan would be the guy. I would I would highly recommend anybody who's especially involved in in water or in really bureaucratic organizations to to get in touch with Dan, especially because Dan has started from. You know, Dan wasn't doing this stuff when he first when he first uh, got started. I mean, he you know Dan's a man. He was a manager and less technical. He was in charge of controls, mm-hmm. but he you know I, I highly recommend you get with Dan and and, and maybe Dan can put a bunch of you like-minded folks together and uh, see if you can't come up with a different strategy for, um, you know, trying to make inroads. So, yeah. but welcome, welcome Stuart. Thank you. Yeah. I'd recommend talking with Dan every day as well. Uh, Brand. Yes. <laughs> um, he, he'll put a smile on your face. He, he's, he's like, uh, you know, most people, they get into meditation and stuff. All they really need to do is give Dan, give Dan a call and he'll, he'll get your heart set. Right. Uh, <laughs> is it, is it Chi or is it what? Uh... Sorry. Um, yeah, it's Chris. Okay, Chris. Sorry. Uh, yeah, auto, auto um, name. Okay. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'm Chris and uh, I'm from Sydney and uh, a recent graduate of uh, mechatronics engineering and commerce. Um, and recently I've um, done actually one year of sales engineering for a SI company. And I guess I stumbled across you guys when trying to figure out um, exactly where our company like fits um, in terms of the whole, um, uh, yeah, industry 3.0 systems integrator versus a 4.0. And yeah, just went down the rabbit hole and uh, found, found your stuff really interesting. And yeah, love the mission, love everything about it. Awesome. Welcome. I, I, I'd love to talk to you more about what you're doing. And Sydney, by the way, is one of my favorite cities in the world. I'm a die. I, I, I'm, I'm a, a Swans supporter. Still have my, still have my seats at the SCG, even though I haven't been able to go the last two years. So I'm a big, you know, uh, I did a big trip to Australia for a couple of months, a few years ago, and just followed the Swans all around the country. And so uh, you're probably into rugby like everybody else, but, um, a little bit okay <laughs> uh is it petter or peter and dan Riken just put his contact info uh in the chat for you guys to get a hold of him he wants to put together a water study group dan is very good at putting together teams of like-minded people by the way uh I, okay uh peter says i'm not at my regular setup i'm a student from norway who recently finished your master's thesis within structural health monitoring this thesis created an iot digital twin system which I've tested using a mountain bike equipped with a bunch of good stuff. My specialization is within ICT and production management. So I have experience in multiple fields. I'm looking forward to sharing knowledge and learning more. Hey, uh, that would be a good, um, have uh, Peter demo his uh, master's thesis for the group. I'd like to see that actually. Zach, will you put that on the list? Uh, if he's willing to do it. And uh, John McKeon also, for those of you guys who are in Europe, John is... Whose master's thesis? Uh, his name's Peter Rolvag. Um, and uh, John McKeon is, he's the principal at GIS, which is based in Ireland. They're what, we've been collaborating for a few years. They are a, a like-minded industry. They're a full-blown industry 4.0 systems integrator. Um, so if you've got any questions in Europe, he's a great guy to get a hold of. Uh, John. You're on, you're up. Don't know which John. Is that me? Yes. I think it's, <laughs> uh, sorry, just, just didn't drop my son off at daycare, but, 
Yeah, so I'm a, I started off as a mechanical engineer. I mean, uh, just joined the mentorship program, but I started off as a mechanical engineer, a subsea uh, pressure temperature uh, man, uh, sensor manufacturer. Okay. And uh, that, that went down, <laughs> that, that kind of took a turn for the worst, but I uh, ended up working for a startup for a while, then that got bought out. And I ended up working at where I am now, where I had the opportunity to start uh, getting more into automation and uh, I'm working with robotics more, automating some of the processes that we have. And one day someone came to me and they're like, hey, we want to build a, a product that is IoT enabled or something like that. So that's how I started going down the, the rabbit hole of Industry 4.0 and, uh, and I stumbled across you guys. Are you a, are you at a, a manufacturer or are you at like a consultant or an OEM? Yeah. So I work for a manufacturer that makes rupture discs and uh, relief valves. Got it. And yeah. And I also have a, a side business as a consultant. So Perfect. as a consultant, I did a, I did one project so far where I made a, a dashboard for a customer that monitors their, their equipment out in the field using, so here, uh, using Ixon. This is what it, so for John, for the, so I want to give you guys an example of, let's say I'm John and the questions that I would ask my employer, right? So that I understand better how I fit. <clears throat> how do we make products that get better after people buy them? Like, that's the question I would ask my leadership. I would say, you know, we're in the business of making rupture discs for pressure valves, whatever, right? How do we make products that get better? after our after our clients buy them that's the question i would ask okay um but welcome john um peter says he'd love to demo the master's thesis it'd be fun and i'd get an opportunity to make a proper introduction that'd be great zach please set up a follow-up conversation with peter on that please uh shannon looper great hey. name by the way that's a great name thanks <laughs> maybe i should go to showbiz um so how do i explain me so right now I'm working for a small double E design firm and okay. we also do uh, some programming work. It's all water and wastewater here in Dallas. I gotcha. actually live in Carrollton, kind of a couple of miles from. Oh, you're just down the street from us. Yeah. And uh, so I've been in technology for like 40 years. Uh, I like water and wastewater a lot better than some other things because at night when I go to sleep, I can uh, feel like I made a positive contribution instead of, you know, there's some other industries that uh, I really don't, my conscience bugs me if I contribute my energy to their, what they're up to. Anyway, um, so I kind of collect roles, if that makes any sense. Um, I, so right now I'm learning how to write formal specs or I am writing formal specs. Uh, and you know, I've done stuff like we're doing some middles and all that kind of garbage, but I bounce back and forth between it and OT. So on the it side, I've done a lot of, uh, database development, uh, worked in major big software projects and small software projects. And, uh, I'm scrum certified as a scrum master and a product owner and, you know, all that kind of stuff on that side. So I get a, like I get a view of what's going on in the traditional IT, like software development technology and methodology and all that sort of stuff. And then come back over to the OT side and see the gap. And then I want to kind of like, that's what I'm currently interested in is like, how can we apply the current 
latest ideas and processes and methodologies on the OT side. Perfect. You should, and, and this is something I stress all the time to organizations. Most organizations want to digitally transform from the top down or from the IT side to the OT side, right? That's the direction they want to go. They want to, they want to apply what they've been doing in IT to OT. And that's sort of what you need to do, except you have to start with OT's problems yeah. and solve OT's problems with IT solutions and understanding that OT's problems are always changing. So you have to have a mechanism for being able to adjust to their changing problems. They're well, this, always going to change, right? Yes. One, of the, one of the things I always get pulled into is like, what's the trick? Uh, like the formal term is cross-functional communications. Yes. So I can, I can understand everybody's different perspectives. And then when the IT department wants to do certain things in the OT networking, I can, I can talk IT to the IT guys and OT to the OT guys. And that makes you rare. That makes you talk, very rare. I can, talk you sales. Very rare. I can talk sales to the sales guys. I can talk marketing to the marketing guys. I can talk to the CFO. Like I, I really get into other people's world pretty quick. And so then I can like where they're not communicating, I can bridge that gap. So I, I'd love to have lunch with you, man. If you'd love to have lunch, I'm, our office is right next to Standridge Stadium. So I'm, I'm really okay. literally uh, just down the street from you. Yep. So, awesome, man. Okay. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll reach out to you and we can grab lunch or something, grab coffee or something. Okay. So, uh, Brian. Hello, everyone. Uh, so I'm Brian Pryby. I'm from Toledo, Ohio. Uh, I've been in automation for three years now, but I steadily moved all the way up from building panels all the way to controls engineering and then becoming my own systems integrator. I've found uh, 4.0 solutions on YouTube and through researching, and it just slowly started um, devouring the content, you know, and I watched all, or no, I listened to every single one of the Spotify podcasts just to get an idea of what everything was being talked about during work and stuff. So after that, I joined the Discord community and then I've been talking with everybody that's been in there that I've been hearing about this whole time when I was listening to the podcasts and have also now just joined Mastermind. Awesome. Welcome, brother. Uh, Brian, uh, Brian, who's in the car, Brian? Hi. Hi. Um, thanks a lot. Uh, it's Brian Blake. Um, my story is pretty similar to Brian, uh, uh, the last Brian. Mm -hmm. um, I'm from Syracuse, New York. Um, yeah. I grew up in Ithaca. I, uh, I grew up in Ithaca. I grew up in Ithaca, so. I know it's... Uh, <laughs> It was really exciting because I, you know, I had probably gotten, I don't know, I maybe a quarter way through the podcast and I realized Walker's like from like <laughs> Corning Ithaca area. Like, yeah. that's awesome. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah, the past 10 years, I worked, uh, just lucked out, stumbled into being a panel builder and then, uh, well, yeah, 12 years, two years as a panel builder. And then I was um, designing custom packaging machinery just north of Syracuse. Um, I got involved in the service department there, 
um, didn't appreciate the amount of value that was being created by the individuals. Right. Um, you know, the overhead in comparison, like I felt like I think I could start my own OEM. Like there's a, but it would take me a few million dollars to build a building and a team and a process. But when I joined this service department, it was like, it's just these individual skills and they're just creating so much value for the customer. We could triple the price on the customer and the, the value of, of, you know, improving process at an end user was just huge. And it blew my mind how, how easy it was given my skill set. Like, you know, it's like, uh, you're, we were underappreciated as controls engineers until I got into really interfacing with end users. And I was like, holy cow, this is amazing. Um, I fell in love with it very quickly. Just love the, the firefight, uh, troubleshooting. So um, I ultimately decided I was, I was going to have a potentially more technical side or have a full spectrum of uh, technical services up to up to um, machine risk assessment services and, and, you know, a full gamut of different skill sets and people at, uh, with different skill levels. Um, central New York focused um, so that I can drive home to my, my one-year-old and my three-year-old every day. And, but uh, yeah, I, actually Monday this week, I quit after 12 years, my entire career as a OEM controls engineer and, I'm doing some contracting for a short term while I, I super appreciative of your intro on like how to scale up because that's kind of like right now it's like I just got to accumulate capital to have some buffer to hire that next guy. But I love the idea of just the, uh, that agreement where I'm just going to sell the job and, and we're hitting, hitting the ground running. I've got, and that made, by the way, it made a huge difference that we did that. Like it, it it made all the difference in the world because I didn't have to worry about, selling something I couldn't staff because I already had the commitment from the team. You know, you know, I, once I sell the next job, this person's going to join at this rate and they're going to do 1099 and get paid when the invoice was paid. Like everybody agreed all to all the stuff It was all lined up, boom. And then we scaled up quickly, but uh, real quick, Brian, um, did you watch the video where I use the upstate New York example, CED Baldwin Hall and Horizon Solutions. Okay. So that hit. Yeah. It blew my mind. I'm like, I've been trying to part. Well, I partnered with CED practically. Yeah. Um, they've helped me out a ton, but yeah, it's amazing like, guy. I watched is that it video. Still, like, mm. Who's the guy who runs the show? Uh, he's the tall guy. He went to Syracuse also, actually. Tim uh, Carter. Tim Carter. There you go. Yeah. He's a big, tall, but one of the, by the Great way, t- Tim Carter is one of the greatest guys on the planet. For those of you not from New York or whatever, but Tim Carter, he, he, and uh, I can't remember the guy who ran CD Baldwin hall before him when he retired, Tim took over, but I've known Tim for 20 years, man. I mean, he's just one of the greatest guy. He's an example of got the, an organization that does it right. CD Baldwin hall played a huge role in developing my career. And I can't, I can't say enough great things about Tim, by the way. So That's welcome. Awesome. Yeah. Brian. That's I, I, by the way, I'd love to have a conversation with you to help you get off, get, get you off the ground. If, uh, if I can, that'd be amazing. Thanks. Walker. Right. Uh, Bijou is, I, I'm assuming it's Bijou, right? Yeah. It's Bijou. Awesome. Yep. Hi all, uh, myself Bijou. I'm from Singapore. Uh, actually I started my career, uh, 15 years back in India. It's a system integrator. 
uh, mostly handling Siemens products like Siemens PLC, WinCC, PC7 kind of stuffs. Uh, to be frank, I'm still with them actually. Uh, after a couple of years, they decided to start an office in Singapore. So I got a chance to come here, but with a different role of more into business development kind of stuffs and uh, kind of project management kind of stuffs and all. But uh, I'm a hardcore uh, automation guy. So uh, since we have limited uh, uh, knowledge, uh, like uh, limited to PLC and SCADA, so the, my intention of joining this group is to basically to get to more about know more about the 4.0 stuffs and to know the um, best practices in this industry. So I believe it's a good start. Perfect. I'm going to, I'm going to be going through the curriculum here in a minute. As soon as we're done with the intros, I'm going to switch over to actually, I'm going to talk about what I've been doing and then we'll do the curriculum. And then, Great. um, so this should help you understand a little bit better, kind of the direction you're going. Okay. Great. Uh, Sean Arney. Yep. Hey everyone. I'm Sean. I'm in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, I'm a packaging engineer and I've been in the, the packaging industry for over 30 years. Uh, various roles, a lot of it in software and software development. Um, back in the 90s, I helped develop some CAD systems and um, back then what was automation systems uh, and then worked for the industry's largest uh, software company, a company called ESCO, uh, which is a global company and supplier to that industry and ran systems integrations for North America. It's a different term in that industry. It's more of software integrations and integrations between tech systems. So between the CAD and the ERP, for example, that kind of thing. Um, and then I sold heavy packaging equipment for many years. And um, my partners and I started a startup in 2019, just before COVID hit, with the idea that we could develop um, industrial IoT systems that would measure digital cutting equipment performance and build that with an estimating system that would use machine learning and AI to get better itself, a self closed loop self-learning system to do better estimating for this, this weird end of packaging and converting businesses. Um, and so through COVID, we've managed to stay alive. And um, it's really interesting, you know, the, I don't know how you came up in my feed, but some one of your videos came up in my feed and, and it just started to ring the bells. I mean, everything we talk about, about opening the data, not having to pay high paid guys for API connections to point to point systems. And all of these things were things that we were struggling with and evangelizing and talking about. And then, you know, you brought this all to a to a head. And I said, you know, we don't we don't have the same needs as probably most of the people in this call as far as you know, what you're dealing with with your stacks and your situations. But we have uh, our own stack and our own weird situation. I know you had some background in packaging or print converting anyway, and it's that industry that we're in. So we're, we're actually gonna learn. Yeah. We're gonna be talking about that today. In fact, the example I'm gonna talk about is um, graphic arts on the ink side and packaging, flexible packaging on the on the consumer side that's actually yeah. the example i'm gonna do for supply chain oh, right hey, on. real real quick uh, you should talk with mario ishigawa um so you and mario should get together because mario uh well you guys can share ideas but his company pack iot covers a subset of what you're talking about here so there's definitely going to be synergy between the two of you guys oh awesome excellent uh, hoping to, to connect with you sean thank you thank you 
And Brian uh, or Mario, you're in you're in Brazil, but I actually don't know where in Brazil you're at. Yes, I'm in Brazil, but uh, right in the south of Brazil. It's a okay. city called Florianópolis. Yeah. <laughs> we don't normally do this. This this is because we just did the launch event and we added all these people. Um, we want to make sure everyone gets because there. I mean, there are people in the community right now that have been here for 15, 16 months. I mean, there are people. This is their 25th or 30th event. So you've got you've got this community that's all been working together. You know, you basically, there's four communities. You had the people who started at the very beginning, then the people who came in January, then the people who came in June, and now our new people. And what we're trying to do is we want to keep it one community. And so that's why we take the time to go through and have, I know that it's, it's long, but it, it'll be worth it in the end um, for everyone to get introduced to one another. Uh, Chris, Chris Demers or Demers? Is yep, it Demers? Demers. Yeah. Demers. Yeah. Thanks Walker. Yep. Uh, so I am Chris. I'm a principal scientist at Catalan Pharma Solutions. I've got a PhD in biomedical engineering, was heading down kind of the academic career path. It didn't really pan out. So I uh, hopped over to industry. Uh, so biopharma, bioprocessing was a natural extension of my background. So um, at Catalan, I was hired to do data science. So at Catalan, I'm doing a, a bit of driving for a digital strategy. Um, it's become a big thing for Catalan, and I want to get it right. Um, so that's when I came across your videos, researching more about digital transformation. It really resonated, and so I joined the mastermind. And uh, yeah, looking forward to being part of this group. Welcome. All right. I Actually, before Adam Hans goes, Chris Udy, you had your hand up, and then you um, either you disconnected and reconnected. But why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Chris. I'm Chris Udy. I work with Mr. IIoT. Um, I come from a IT background in manufacturing where I was a business system engineer. Um, did a lot of different integration and um, device connecting. Um, worked there for eight years with Chris Meester, who you have talked with in the past. And when he went out and started his own company, uh, he kept trying to hire me. I didn't go at first because I wasn't ready to make that plunge as a consultant. And uh, I ended up going and working at a uh, university, online university place as a back-end developer. And then eventually uh, Chris got enough gigs to where he was like, I need you, I need you. And I said, okay, I'm coming. So since February of this year, I've been working with him at Mr. IIoT, and I'm helping trying to guide the company as far as, you know, from a process standpoint and also fill in the gaps for some of the different engineering and development stuff we have to do and just trying to grow the company and join this because, you know, a lot of the stuff that I kept telling him we need to do or we should do. I mean, you guys are already doing it and I didn't want to reinvent the wheel. So, um, you know, the biggest thing that we struggle with right now is, you know, we want to do digital transformation. We want to work with a company to through the entire process and continue working with them and, and help them understand what they need to do, why they need to do it. And the best way that I think to do that is to absorb as much as I can from you guys, the community, and so I can move us forward. Welcome, Chris. Let me, uh, some background stuff. So Mr. IIoT, you guys may not know this, but there's a guy named Chris Meester. He's from Chicago, right? You guys are in Chicago, Chris? 
So right. at brilliant, brilliant developer, tons and tons of manufacturing experience. He's a super, super smart dude. He, he started writing, he was writing IIoT literature before IIoT was popular. I mean, he, you know, um, I mean, he owns Mr. IIoT for goodness sakes. That's how long he's been doing this in terms of domain stuff. So, um, specifically about Chicago and some of the challenges you guys have in Chicago. So anybody who's in, in the legacy manufacturing areas, especially in the Midwest, especially Chicago, Detroit, um, Auburn Hills, all those places, the biggest challenge that you guys face there is, um, those organizations all suffer they, the, from their previous success. We tell organizations all the time that if you're a manufacturer who, who was started before the year 2000 and you're still in business today, then you have had years and years of success that got to, to where you are. And that success is an albatross around your neck when it comes to digital transformation. And you guys may hear it in this form. You know, we tried that. It didn't work. Um, that's never going to work here. Uh, this is the way we've always done it. Um, I, I tested that in 1989 and it never scaled, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The advantage that new companies have is that they are not constrained by their previous successes. And so here's how we have achieved the most success in Chicago area businesses. So we have several clients that are in the Chicago land area, right? Number one, you have to have an internal champion at the organization, preferably someone who's young, you know, not older than the age of 40, say someone in their 30s. They've only got a couple of years in and they're willing to burn up all their political capital to get one project that could fundamentally transform the organization. And you want to hitch to that your wagon to, the, to that person. Now that helps in, 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 in any use case. But in our experience, we have not been able to achieve success in Chicago, in that area, in Chicago, Detroit, Auburn Hills, that whole area up there without, that has been a prerequisite to getting uh, a successful pilot off the ground in those areas. Okay. And I mean, you have to have somebody who's willing to stick their neck out and stake their career on the opportunity. And, and you don't necessarily need that everywhere else, but you definitely, in our experience, you need it there. Thank you, Chris. Welcome to the community. Uh, Adam, last two, and then we'll get we'll get going. Adam Hans. Uh, hey, uh, my name's Adam. Uh, I'm another Madison, Wisconsinite. Welcome. Uh, I'm just half a year outside of grad school, uh, working for a consulting company called Simulation Dynamics, mm -hmm. mainly doing um, analytics work, uh, do some like quality control using um, using vision systems. Uh, my boss, Mike Denzine, maybe you met him, maybe you haven't, but he's around. Yeah. Um, he he got us into this um, because we've been doing some projects for a company where we only, we would do a bunch of the work and then wouldn't get much of the glory. And he said, well, I feel like we can do it. We can do all of this. And he found you guys um, and he's just fell in love and has like been preaching it ever since. So I came to check it out, see what's going on. Awesome. Yep. Are you, uh, what your graduate work is in? Oh, uh, it was in mathematics, but I, I, my like thesis work was using, um, it's like, it was, uh, trying to improve images, uh, doing like image segmentation, improving ultrasound images, that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
So you're going to be doing a lot of data science stuff. That's where you're going to end up being thrown. Um, welcome, Adam. Uh, Luke, Luke Limpert. Yeah, hey. Uh, I work with Adam Hans at SDI. Uh, prior to SDI, I have about 10 years of manufacturing experience. Uh, a lot of the steel manufacturers you named have done a lot of work with. I used to produce tapered rolling dies for Nucor. Um, once I got my uh, mechanical engineering uh, technology degree, I moved down to Tennessee to work for a Japanese tier one automotive supplier. I know that uh, one. Where I became a, yeah, where I became a, a heat tree engineer. Uh, for the most part, we did process and uh, process development for Sumitomo and Gerdau Steels. Um, after uh, working with them for about five years, I came to SDI to do some system development and process analytics. When did you go to SDI? Uh, I've been here for about one year now. Were you in Knoxville or were you in Athens? Uh, I was in Knoxville. Yep. Got it. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. In fact, I use uh, one of the case studies I show is uh, all the time is from, from uh, I have a case study from that tier one automotive supplier that I'll show you um, that we did. Uh, and that last one, uh, uh, Mira, uh, hopefully it's Mira. Yeah, no, it's uh, Miras. Uh, okay. Hi, hi everyone. Uh, Hello. Uh, my name is Miras. Yeah, I, I am with uh, Scaling Automation, uh, doing uh, automation in biopharmaceutical space. I've worked for Emerson for the past three years. Uh, got pretty dissatisfied uh, a little bit in some in some sense, uh, and then decided to join a company that has a bit of a different vision and uh, vision, especially yes, and so. Um, yeah, that's, that's how I joined, uh, basically this mentorship program. And so I'm really looking forward to, uh, learning nuts and bolts of, uh, this whole digital strategy. So yeah, really excited. Awesome. So for those of you who don't know, Skellig Automation, they're, um, they're an industry 4.0 systems integrator in the, in the, in the same, well, they're transitioning to industry 4.0 systems integrator in the same vein as GIS. So whereas GIS in Ireland was built from the ground up as industry 4.0. Skellig has specialized in uh, Emerson integrations in the pharmaceutical industry for a long time, and they're transitioning into industry 4.0. And they're Paulo Sullivan, who you guys should all be familiar with Paulo Sullivan. Paul is, is the principal at Skellig, and he, he's, he's basically building you know, the world's first fully industry 4.0 systems integrator, primarily focused on the pharmaceutical industry. So uh, he's got some really, really cool stuff that they're doing. Um, all right, great. Um, welcome, everybody. What we're going to do is we're going to take a, a quick five-minute break, so bio break for everybody, and we'll come back, talk about what I've been doing, and then I'm, we'll get into the supply chain presentation. So again, this, this session is a combination of both mentees and mastermind members. We're doing our end-of-the-year presentation. We're going to kind of talk about year-end review. We're going to do our supply chain presentation. And then I'm going to talk about some stuff for 2022, what you guys should be able to, what you'll expect, what we're going to start on next year in January. Okay. So we'll be back in five minutes. Thank you guys for watching this video. 